What's going on, travelers? Welcome back to the 56th episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Dalton, and with me is Pharaoh. Yo, 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 what's up? It's been a, a minute since you've been on the show. It has indeed. Uh, how, wait, how long has it actually been? Two weeks? No. No, it's been one week, I think, right? You've just mi- you've just missed a couple, I think. What? Oh, you mean like overall? This past like couple, you've missed like two. Because I brought I think I brought Ran on twice. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, it's only felt like I guess two weeks total since I've seen you last, so I think that that's accurate. But yeah, I think you're right. I missed another one like a month before that or something. But you've been a busy bee. I have indeed. My last one was not, I would trust me, I would have much rather been here. I had my in-laws in town. God. Oh, yeah. Was the worst. No, nah, that's that's uh, that's something that I can relate to. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> we have a special episode for you today because not only is Pharaoh here, but Ran is also here. What's going on, everybody? This is the first time that we've had three people on the show. Yep, this is very exciting. can get. So, yeah, exactly. So we got to remember to hone it in. We already talked about this, right? But, Ran, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Been uh, been staying busy, knocking out a lot of Genshin. Uh, a lot of hype on Twitter on some other games I've been following. And, yeah, man, just, just staying busy with it. Keep trying to keep up. So so Ran is playing Nikkei still. Are you still playing that, Pharaoh? Um, no, not shooter. really. But I have massive no. respect for that game, and I still have it on my phone. Like, Honestly, if the game is still on my phone after a month, like it means it's a good game because they deserve an Emmy or something. Yeah, like I really do like enjoy Nikkei. There was nothing really wrong with it besides some issues that they fixed like within a a month or so of of it being out. But that game is fantastic. So you're still hardcore playing it, Ran? Yeah. So that's a uh, additionally on. Uh... So learn how to talk. Once I do my, my Genshin dailies, my weekly bosses, and things like mm-hmm. that. I mean, Nikkei is kind of like my. I'm busy at work, but I can tap through it because it has a lot of autoplay features. Right. One of the um, best benefits of that game, yeah. The music on it has been really, really good. The mm-hmm. writing has gotten a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. If you haven't been actively playing it, the new event right now mm-hmm. uh, is really, really good. I mean, the writing, the storytelling. I may hop um, back in. Yeah, I, I would definitely at least check in uh, and check out the, the new current event that's going on, uh, revolving around the Pilgrim uh, mm-hmm. faction. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, it, it, it's it's really, really good. I think you'll really enjoy Have it. Have they added more Pilgrims um, since? I guess yes, there's actually... The past, like, three months, I guess? Yes, so the new one is Dorothy. She actually just hit the, uh, uh, the banner for this update, uh-huh. and she's, like, the leader of the Pilgrims. Oh! I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, so, de- yeah, definitely jump in if you still got an interest in the game. It's, it's oh, a yeah, good time sure. to play. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely going to hop in. Sweet. All right, now that we're done talking about Quaker Town, the game, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's move on to our review reading. We do have one this week. Uh, this is going to be read in the Wanderer's voice. This was left on Apple Podcasts by Epic Scaramane. Mm. I demand a uh, like an Enka drop of your Scar build because I need help. True. Mine is struggling right now. He hits like 20k every single normal attack, but oh, poor baby. it needs to be more. <laughs> um, I don't know. We didn't really decide on who's going to do this, but uh, I can do it. I didn't really give you guys a whole lot of time to prepare. There you go. All right. So I'll do this one, and then we got a really good one next week because, you know, obviously Rand's here, but I didn't. I forgot to mention Rand's going to be joining us every week now. That's right. 
I'm going to do my best for you guys. <laughs> so now we have three people to read reviews. <laughs> All right, here we go. Wanderer's Voice, five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Jeez, I don't even know. I'm, I'm going, like, off the handle with this one. I believe I've, in you. I have no idea. You've played you him enough so good to know his week. voice. I do, but not like I know Sino's voice. That's the thing. True. Like, Sino, I feel like I just I just know what that is. You've become Sino, in a way. I, I wish. I wish I could be that cool. <laughs> Hello. I remember finding this podcast one night when I couldn't sleep, and I wanted to listen to something. So I just searched for a Genshin podcast, and I listened to it, which I had found interesting. Just want you guys to know I love listening to this podcast. I hope you win your 50-50s, which would be epic. That's good. Yeah, you know, no, you're solid. You had the general like attitude down where it's kind of like the, ugh, I can't be yeah, bothered kind annoying. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's then I the added the raspberry thing. at the end. Yeah, well, I mean, that's also just like him. So. <laughs> <laughs> I still do not understand why the English VA just went full raspberry with it. <laughs> oh, you have to like go onto his Instagram and you'll completely understand why. Okay, got it. Yeah, he's uh he's funny. On Twitter at HoYuCast, Rand is doing a beautiful job over there. Uh, and we are also on Discord, Discord.me forward slash The Resonance. You guys want to join our Discord? We have a lot of community events going on. Um, and it's a good time if you need help in Genshin or in Star Rail. We are mm-hmm. there as well. Um, so if you're playing Star Rail and you're just finding Genshin because of Star Rail or vice versa. Um, a lot of helpful people in there. We have... What was that? No, I was going to say, how's your Star Rail been going? <clears throat> Pharaoh's not going too well, huh? Like, you Mine? you had some pretty bad luck with, like, pulls and stuff. Y- yeah, I know. I've had terrible luck with pulls. Um, <laughs> I have hit pity, max pity, every single time. And I've probably... So I probably have pulled... Let me see... About 360 times or so now. So, yeah, and I've hit pity every single time. Mm-hmm. So about, like, four four characters through it. And they've all been, besides my original pulls, basically, and then Zella. Or, um, I think I've got, yeah, like, ev- everyone else has been trash that I pulled, as far as five stars are concerned. So I'm not doing well, and I've spent a lot of money on the game. Oh man, I'm about I want to say four hundred dollars deep or so. so Jesus, yeah. it's been a terrible investment. So, far. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, it it is what it is. But you know what? I'm I'm really enjoying the game. Game's amazing. You know, you guys, you know, make sure to check it out. Um, but yeah, it's it's been good. What about you on your polls, Dalton? Uh, you know, kind of very similar to my Genshin luck. Mm-hmm. I have good luck in Star Rail as well. Ugh, you're the worst. So, it's yeah. So I got Branya on my guaranteed, like, 50 pulls in the beginner banner. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. And then um, I had to go to, like, almost 80 pity for Zila, mm-hmm. But I got Zila. Um, and then I was like, ah, you know what? I'll do another 10 pull, whatever. And then in that next 10 pull, I got Welt. Wow. So now Jing Wan is completely guaranteed for me. And then I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go for Sila's Light Cone. Mm-hmm. But I missed it. I missed it and I got uh, I got another five. St- oh, I think I got Bailu's. No. That was off standard. 
Um, I got a five-star light cone. I can't remember exactly which one it is. Oh, I actually remember. It was the hunt because I freaked out when mm. I saw, like, the the silhouette come up. Right. But it ended up not being – it ended up not being hers. I ended up getting uh, – I forget which one. I think it's, like, Yan Ching's or something. Or right. it's, like, Sleep Like the Dead or something like that. And then that was it for the for the limited banners. Now, the standard banners, the one that I got uh, – I got, like, three five-star light cones on. Mm-hmm. And I got Welt's light cone on the standard banner. And that was before I pulled Welt. So I got his light cone and then I ended up pulling him. And um, honestly, you're disgustingly lucky. Uh, I'm not a fan Yeah. And then on the standard banner, again, I got Bailu's uh, light cone. So hopefully I can eventually lose a 50-50 to her. Yeah. The only good luck that I've had on there is that basically Clara's been bumped up a tier. That's just yeah. basically it. Yep. Ran, Ran, what about you? Quick, quick pull. What have you as far as, done so far? Oh, man, Star I haven't Rail. even made it that far. As far as I can in the game, I've been progressing through, uh, digging through trash cans. I just <laughs> met uh, Silly for the first time. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm, like, really down there. But as far as my pulls, uh, just like Dalton, my my, uh, my Star Rail pulls mm-hmm. uh, kind of mirror my Genshin pulls, in which they are absolutely abysmal. Ah, good. Um, I don't have... What, thanks. Um, <laughs> Misery yeah, loves company, have, dude. <laughs> it, dude, it does. I don't have a single five-star yet. I haven't hit my beginner pity yet or anything. It's been really, really bad. There we go. So, But the, like you said, the game is fun. So with the lack of a five-star, uh, I've been dumping all my resources into uh, Serval. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she's been uh, she's been doing a lot of work here lately. Okay, well there you go. I mean that that's the most important thing. If the game's still fun even without good characters, I think that's a good sign. So Yeah, well Hoyo did good with that. So just like in Genshin, like you could take any character and make him viable and have a good time with it. Yep. Um but but yeah, I I definitely need to get uh was it Kafka? Mm-hmm. Uh, um yeah, I'm really gonna need to get her like as soon as I possibly can. Yeah, no, that's fair. And that's that's probably the best way to look at it too, is that I have had so many people that I've been trying to explain how the Genshin system works with like, mm. like guys, the polls really don't matter as far as beating content. It's just what you like. And they, you know, coming from a traditional gotcha um, mobile game, people don't really understand that <laughs> until they play Genshin or, or uh, this game. So, yeah. But anyways, back onto the Genshin stuff. This is a Genshin podcast. So, yeah. All right. So we got some news, uh, only two pieces of news. Leftover in 3.6, you only have one other event other than the Recollector event that's going on right now. Overflowing Mastery event, double drops with talent, level up materials. We get this pretty much every single update, I would say, or mm. maybe every other update. Yeah. Uh, during the event, successfully challenge talent, level up material domains, and consume original resin to double your rewards. This is going on from the 15th of May at... Four o'clock, which I think is server time, and it'll go for seven days, like the Leyline Overflow event. It'll go f- until the twenty-second of May, and you can challenge domains such as Forsaken Rift, Taishan Mansion, Violet Court, Steeple of Ignorance uh, to double your rewards with original resin, and you can do this three times a day. So if you need Baiju materials or you're saving up materials for one of the four stars that are, or five stars, I should say, or four stars, I guess, that are running. Uh, on 3.7 banners that we're going to be talking about later, uh, you guys can get in here and start pre-farming for them. Mm-hmm. Always a good event for me, man. I'm so many characters to build up. Yep, I feel the same way. Lame event, right. but necessary. That's, that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> yeah, it is true. It's true. 
Genshin Impact, Baiju and Ganyu rerun among worst-selling banners. This is off Dexerto.com if you guys want to check that out. Um, the sales reports for Genshin Impact reveal that Baiju and Ganyu's banners have become one of the mobile game's worst-selling. Latest banner marks the third rerun for the five-star cryovision holder Ganyu. However, this was the five-star Dendro user Baiju's first appearance. Um, with despite two new characters on the banner, uh, that being Kave, the four-star Dendro uh, Claymore user, um, it has struggled to generate much revenue. Uh, at first reported by Game Rant, the Baiju and Ganyu double banner has taken the 41st spot on the 47-entry all-time revenue list. Jesus. Uh, yep, the two characters are above five-star editions like Kuching, not saying much. Two Tartagular reruns, not saying much. Klee's rerun, also not saying much, and Yoimiya and Kokomi, uh, which I think those two five-star characters, everybody slept on, so their reruns are actually higher than their initial banners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, at the time of writing, Baiju and Ganyu's banner has earned uh, about 5.48 million USD. Uh, it doesn't say, like, what market that is, mm-hmm. uh, but assuming that they're talking about mobile, it might be just on mobile. Um, and since it's in USD, it's probably only on, in like the North America region. Right. Um, so yeah, we're going to probably, we're going to dive into the revenue chart and kind of get where it's at right now because this, I think this article came out four days ago, but why do you, I want to hear your thoughts on why you guys think this banner. Oh, I know. Let's hear it. I want both of you. So if you want to start Pharaoh, go ahead. It's a two pronged issue. So I, I think that the big thing is, A, it also coincided with the time of Honkai Star Rail coming out. So I, I really do think that that is a situation there. Because you mm-hmm. were having people that are going to be playing both games and dropping a lot of money on the new game. Right? Same company. So um, I think that's definitely something. But the other thing is, Baiju it superficially just does not look great, in my opinion. I have found a good spot for him, but honestly, like, just looking at his kit, especially the way that his shield works, I just think that, like, very quickly, he can be easily dismissed. So, I'm pretty sure that those two combinations, that's the reason why. And I would agree with that. I mean, the only reason I pulled on is because he's supposed to be really good for a Bloom team, and I really need him for my Nilo Bloom team. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I had, like, zero interest in the character at all. Mm Mm-hmm. What about you? What's your theory, Dalton? I mean, I don't really... I mean, I I was going to say, yeah, Star Rail. Mm-hmm. But then, like, a, I think it's just the nicheness, right? Because as soon as, like, one character isn't, like, super good for every single person, mm-hmm. th- that's just less people buying him, right? Like... Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's not even... It's not even just... Like, I agree. Like, nicheness is, is definitely that. But the nicheness combined with the fact that nothing... He doesn't excel at anything. He's kind of just like a, you know, jack of all trades. So, like, that I just, minus DPS. So, like, I just think that he just really just looks underwhelming whenever you get into it. But, yeah, you know, it's what it is. I actually found a decently good team with him, though. Um, The Sino, if you want go Sino, Nahida... Baiju and then Yelan. It actually works out pretty good because you actually get, you still get, um, uh, whatever you call it, uh, 
what is it called? Whenever you have oh resistance, you have the the stun resistance. You know, whenever you get hit, yeah, interruption, oh, yeah, yeah. interruption. Thank you. Yeah, you get the interrupt resist um, for Sino. Even though the shield breaks, um, you still get the interruption resist. So he actually can do very well there, and his healing actually he heals quite a bit, surprisingly. Um, so the combination makes you feel kind of invincible whenever you're running that crew. Honestly, um, give it a shot if you got the extra stuff to go go in um, and and level them up and everything. But um, outside of that, I think he falls flat pretty quick. And I still think that there's good options in place of him even on that team as well. So yeah, yeah. I I've been using him on an Ahitham team because I just don't have. I don't. I need him more on the Alhytham team than I need him on Sino. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have ran him on the Sino team, and it feels way better than the Alhytham team. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but I haven't brought him into the Abyss yet because I'm like the current Abyss is, right, for me at least right now, is already 36 starts, so I don't need to worry about it right now. Right. But I will bring him in eventually. It's just it's just a matter of time. But I'm, I'm happy with his performance for what he does, right? His... Dendro damage not that great, so you 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 know you still want to focus a little bit more on the supporting side. Oh, definitely of him, mm-hmm. but um, but with that fifty like max HP cap that he has, I forget what it is. It's like an ascension or his skill or burst. Mm-hmm. It has like a a cap on like how how much max HP is going to affect the skill, and it's worth um, you know I I still try to like min max their crit value because. Like, well, you're already putting like a cap on the on how much he can heal and how much he's gonna be shielding. So, like, now I need to invest more into his attack to just make him even that much better. But so far, I like him. I just, you know, for a character that we've been waiting for for so long, you know, the first Dendro character that we've ever seen in game, yeah. uh, you know, very. He had this like very mysterious like background to him that everybody was wondering about. Um, yeah, you know, I just thought. Plus, he has a snake on his neck. I thought that would generate at least another million. Uh, <laughs> People pull. I just thought on. that. Yeah, I just thought that he would do a lot better. Honestly, honestly, I think they should have leaned into the whole Orochimaru kind of thing and just went crazy with it. Like, and... do you think if they? Do you think if they? were just like they teased a little bit that he was like uh he was uh like pantalone mm-hmm. that like the harbinger that like these sales are like rocket you think just yes. alluded to it to tease you into it yes. yeah yeah oh, <laughs> but that's a bait and switch that's, that's that that ain't right yeah <laughs> uh, but i definitely um, think that that would have helped the sales out quite a bit yeah. So right now, uh, when going on to Genshin Lab, you can, guys can go check out this revenue chart, um, and it does a very good job. It is uh, by the China market, usually in the iOS China market, so very controlled area of of um, of info. You can go by their character launch and their banner date. So I'm looking at by character launch right now. And uh, this is, again, like I said, China market, iOS revenue, but it's converted into USD. As of the 9th, 5.78 million for Baiju and Ganyu. It's the lowest uh, banner yet. Yeah. Um, The highest one being Hu Tao second run and uh, Yelan's first rerun. So that was just like not that long ago. 
Yeah, it really wasn't. And it's already over the Shogun and Ayato one, which was the previous one, and it exceeded it by almost $10 million. Yeah. Just yeah, shy. But, yeah, but I mean, Hu Tao and Yelan are both, one, super popular characters, and two, they are both super meta characters in what they do. Yeah. So it's absolutely no surprise that that banner just, took, just ran away with it. Yeah. And, you know, that being said, the Ayaka and Shenha rerun was the third one. And that just barely, and I'm talking by about only less than $30,000 past Ayaka's rerun, which was the long-standing one that we kind of had to deal with while we were in that lull of content mm-hmm. back in Inazuma. So, Yeah, I do think this also is like fairly historic in the fact that this has been the first time that they've had a hyped up character not sell incredibly well. Like they just really, it, this one fell super flat for a character that they had hyped up quite a bit. Well, and I'll say like, that's the, it's like, that's my kind of take on is why the banner didn't do so well. I mean, what hype do we see around Baiju aside from his introduction? I think that's, yeah, what, that's, I think true. that's what it is. He was, yeah. he was the person that was, we've seen multiple times. Our only interaction to the one element that we couldn't get our hands on for the majority of this game. Yeah. So I would say that that, I mean, I was super hyped for him. I know I was, and I think that the general population was. I was too, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I felt the exact opposite. Because when I saw him, I thought, oh, that's interesting. I'm looking to see where that goes. But aside from that introduction where we got the teaser of him and when we were mm-hmm. venturing through uh, Liyue, we haven't seen anything from him until like, hey, we're finally going to release him. I feel well, like if they had taken him and I maybe weaved him a little more into what we were doing in Sumeru or given him more story to build up mm-hmm. for us to develop this affinity for this character, he would have done well. But there was absolutely nothing, and then he's here. I do think, so like, I mean, he was definitely a part, like we saw him, I think, several times, at least five or six times throughout our travels with various events and the general narrative. But I do agree with you. It is a misstep that they did not include him in the Sumeru stuff more. He should have definitely been more involved. Yeah. And does anybody else think that maybe it's Dendro burnout? You know, that may have something to do with it because there really has been so many character releases revolving around Dendro. all we've got. We've got got Nahida, (laughs) Alhatham, Kale, um, Tinari. Uh, We got, uh, we just got Kave. Um, mm-hmm. we're getting ready to get another one. There's just, it's been nothing but pure Dendro with a couple of the reruns kind of leaked in with very few exceptions. And yeah, but I, keep in mind also Dendro is pr- the most broken. Um, oh, absolutely. It's right so now. busted. So like, I would say that that is also something that weighs in a benefit as well. So like there, there's negative and positives uh, to his situation, but I definitely think overall, like there was many more positives going in um, Mm -hmm. that should have affected it, but just didn't. So I think the other thing that we need to remember also is we are nearing the, you know, the perceived end. And now obviously like they can break this mold whenever they want. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I wouldn't be mad if they did either because I, I want this game to last as long as possible, which, you know, obviously it's going to be, you know, going on for a lot more years to come, but, um, let's be honest, we are past the three-quarter mark for version 3.0, so Fontaine's right around the corner, and I'm assuming that people are probably holding out for that as well. 
Yeah, that may have. I see, I think we're still far enough out from it that I don't think it would affect sales yet. But I mean, it is it is there. It's, yeah, it's. I'm saying us. it's it's more like a supplemental factor than anything, but yeah. still, yeah. I, if right. I had to give it one just particular thing, I really do think that the biggest impact was uh, Honkai Star Rail. I really do think that just like timing wise, that really drew a lot out of it. Um, you yeah. thought the biggest impact was Honkai Star Rail? Man, I'm glad you jumped on that before I did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about all the juicy details on version 3.7. We had the special program live stream literally like, I just watched it like half an hour ago. We had it today. Um, There's a lot to talk about so and that I'm really excited for. So let's take a break. When we come back, we'll jump into that. And we are back from our break. Like always, we are going to be covering the Sora Hoshina uh, special program live stream overview. Very beautifully done. Check them out on Hoyo Lab. Um, how did you guys? So do, I don't know. I don't think we really got a trailer. They kind of just jumped right into it. Oh, we did get a trailer. But how did you guys like the trailer? It, it was okay. Yeah, same for me. Kind of, kind of underwhelming, honestly. But yeah. What, was it because of like the the whole TCG aspect? Yes, this one's super heavy TCG. So yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So three point seven looks like the I don't even know like the I guess you can call it like the main event, right? It's like usually the the event that spans like four weeks or something like that for the or three weeks for the uh, for the whole update, right? Um, uh, so this one is going to be called Duel: The Summoner's Summit. Um, and it looks like it's going to be a TCG tournament that is based around actually every region, really. Um, and when I say every region, I mean every region, except for, you know, some of the ones that we haven't really heard of that much. But Fontaine is involved, which we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but the guide covers the wish banners first, and this is my one of my favorite parts, honestly. So we'll jump into this. We have the four... The four-star and five-star characters that were announced for Phase 1. So Phase 1 is going to be Yoimiya's rerun and Yaimiko rerun. And Kirara, which was the four-star Dendro character that got teased not that long ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, With the drip marketing, Kirara will also be on Phase 1 with these two five-star characters as well. Um, Man, Yoimiya getting all the reruns, I gotta say. It's... These two... I Like... For everyone as who is Eula main or wants Eula really bad, I I feel so bad because these characters just got reruns like not that long ago. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't remember Game Eco's, but I do. Really? I when when was she? Like how long ago? Three three point four. Really? It's yeah, because wow, I pulled her okay. C one, and uh, that was after Nahida's banner. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I I completely ignored her. Um, 
But yeah, Yoimiya, like, I mean, honestly, like, I don't know. It, it's not, I, I hate that they put the four, the new four star on this banner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it was on the next banner, it'd be so much better. Yeah. But, because um, both of these characters, I mean, like, they're good in their own ways, but, um, you know, with Dendro being what it is now, they really kind of fall flat. Um, Yo- Yoimiko is, like, a, a bit better, but uh, Yoimiya, she's really kind of stuck in her old habits if you want to optimize her, and it's now underwhelming by comparison, so. How do you feel, Ran? So, uh... I would really like to get Yaimiko and Yoi. I don't have either one of these five stars. Mm-hmm. And I do think that the new Kira character looks is, is cute and kind of fun. Um, but I spoke earlier on Dendro Burnout, and that's kind of where I'm sitting right now. Because I'm still building up Nahida, Yao Yao, and now Baiju. So I've got a lot of Dendro going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I like Kirara's design, I can't see myself going and throwing a lot at these five-star banners just to try and get the four-star. I know a lot of people do that, but, man, that makes me super nervous. Yeah. Um, And just knowing that um, I think we spoke about that EULA fans are have been hurting for a long time, and I really want EULA. And I feel like as we're slowly making our shift towards Fontaine, she's going to be part of that lead-in. Um, yeah. Having just got Baiju, I think I'm I'm just gonna have to hold off and just hope that that Yuli run comes in quick. Yep. Yeah, I, I respect that. I think I'm kind of in the same boat. Not you know, obviously I've been you know expressing my feelings about who I'm waiting to pull for because I I'm I'm a I'm a character collector first, and then if it's a character that I absolutely love and their constellations are good, I I will kind of like dolphin for those characters a little mm-hmm. bit, but. Um, this is one of those things where, you know, it hurts my soul because I really want Kirara because I have every four-star character now, but it's not going to happen for me because I refuse to pull on this banner with a guarantee locked in my, you know, Agreed. locked in my, yep. on my side. So, uh, yep, this is a skip for me as well. Phase two, though, we have Kaidehara Kazua and we have Alhaitham, uh, Four star, you know, obviously haven't been announced yet. They probably won't be announced till at least halfway through phase one. But are you guys pulling on this banner at all? Um, so I'm not pulling on it, but it's it's objectively. I mean, both are very good banners. So Kazuha yep. comes around like once a year, and mm-hmm. um, he's a great. He's fantastic, and Alhaitham is Alhaitham. You know, also fantastic yep. Dendro. Um, so yeah. Like, both of these are great options. Unfortunately, just not connected to uh, Kirara. Yep. Ran, are you pulling for Kaidahara or Alhaitham? I want to pull for Kazuha because I know he's, like, it's supposed to be extremely good, extremely powerful, very always in the meta when it comes to things like Swirl. Yep. And I hope I don't get crucified, but I think his character is boring. And I hate you. I, I, yeah, <laughs> the, the soft-spoken, like the, the wandering. So I'm just like, man, this is. I'm, well, I I'm, hope you guys enjoyed uh, Rand's yeah. short-lived <laughs> podcast short-lived. run for us. Uh, so we need I mean, to protect I, ourselves, Rand, from all the hate that we're gonna get. Oh my god, yeah, it's just complete. You can just throw it right at me. Um, so I like Kazuha. I like I like his design, but I think he's his personality just doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, I'll hate them. I think his design's great, and even though he is an absolute um, 
he's very much up in his own business. He's got that whole egotism thing going on. I yeah. think he's really cool. I appreciate the way he is, even though I, I kind of hate him. Like, if I knew him in real life, I, I would not be able to stand him. He's the lovable narcissist, I feel like. in From afar, you're right. Directly, yeah. like, conversing yeah. with him would be an no. absolute pain. But no. <laughs> watching the story unfold from afar, it, lovable narcissist is what I'd say. <laughs> I never really thought of it like that. Like, that actually is a perfect way to describe him because I would love to see him, like, be a jerk to other people. Yeah. Oh, I love watching him do his thing with Kave. Yeah, the stuff he does with Kave is great. If he did that to me, I would throw him off the top of Sumero City. Yeah. (laughs) He's, uh, it would be exhausting to be his roommate at the very least. (laughs) You would throw him off the top of Sumero City and he'd be like, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I think Um, at the end of the day, he would end up throwing you off, but... Yeah, oh, absolutely, man. <laughs> the thing, and it's going to be incredibly shallow, that keeps me from pulling for Alhaitha, even though I think he's cool and I think he's, I like his movesets and things like that, is I don't see his weapon banner, and I won't run him with an ugly sword. Yep. Nope. I completely, <laughs> I, I condone that. That Aesthetics is fine. Aesthetics over that stats is, every day. A- absolutely. Yep. Well, um, I mean, the stats are better, actually, true. like, all with in, his aesthetic. So, occasion, it coincides, yeah. <laughs> if they had his sword on there, I'm pretty... Well, actually, I don't think the uh, the weapon pity doesn't carry over, does it, for your guarantee? Uh, the pity does, but not the fate points. Yeah, that's right. So, if his weapon banner was on here with him, I might throw some gems at him and, and see what I could do. Mm-hmm. But if it's just him without the sword, I can't do it. I refuse to run him with some, like you said, like some the the black sword or whatever the hell yeah. it is. Yeah, no, it ain't happening. Yep. Yeah, I and I think Pharaoh would probably be the first one to say this as well. But I'm kind of gonna jump right in front of him. Is do like do not pull on this on the weapon banner, especially when it comes to like yeah. someone like Al Haytham, where you care about aesthetics. Because if you care about aesthetics that much, because don't get me wrong, that sword, foliar incision on him, looks ace. It is so good. And I think the other thing that plays into that is when you play Al Haytham, part of his animation is he brings out another sword that looks just like foliar incision. Yep. And so when he has black sword on him, it just looks really weird because he has two swords and they both look completely different. And so, but if you're going to pull on the weapon banner, make sure you're prepared because mm-hmm. if you don't commit, you're going to lose out and yep. you're going to hate yourself. So, yep. Um, we don't actually have the weapon banner info right now because uh, they've stopped showing the weapons or showing the weapon banners at least. Con- con- like, I think since last update, and they do that now when we're closer to the actual update. So, yeah. we'll have to wait for that. Uh, but we do have info on Kirara. By the way, Kirara, on the at least with the North American. Uh, English live stream program was great. Like she just sat in the box the whole time, didn't say a damn word. Mm-hmm. Uh, very great. Uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like just the way that they talked. Like they had really good chemistry um, between the other characters. Uh, but yeah, she's looking like a really great character. A courier for Komania Express, a delivery company in Azuma, a Nekomada who loves her job in human society. Uh, basically, Kirara is a uh, a yokai from Inazuma who basically likes to travel and see th- people and see areas and regions that she hasn't explored yet. So that's why she's doing the delivery service and she gets to interact with humans this way uh, because she's a yokai. So it's a little bit about Kirara. 
Uh, but a little bit more about her abilities. Kirara can cast her elemental skill to create a shield of sage transport. Holding the skill will have Kirara enter the urgent Neko parcel state, where she goes in this little, like, cat box, um, which will increase her movement speed, her climbing speed, and jumping power. Uh, and her stamina consumption from climbing is increased as well, which... Do they mean decreased? I think they meant decreased, but I'm not exactly sure. Um, she will also deal dendro damage to opponents that she crashes into when in this state. Um, how do you guys like this so far? It's a little goofy, I'm going to say. I'm going to real quick, by the way, that was the hold animation and the hold ability. The tap of the elemental skill just creates a dendro shield that protects you. So, but go on. Yeah, I was like, I was like, so her ability, like when we first saw, like, uh, for instance, like Dory came out, and when she does her attack, she attaches with the little genie that she's got. That's okay, but this whole thing where she goes into the box, it's cute, but it's a little, a little too far on the silly side for me. How do you feel? You wish about it? it was like a little bit more realistic with like cat. Yeah, like if she had like maybe like turned like into like her cat form. And then and then did, like, her dash, stuff like that. Um, and I get that the box fits, like, her theme and her aesthetic, but it, it is a little too on the cartoony side for me. I get it. Yeah, I'd agree with that, actually. I think that um, this really is... They went too far out of the box, no pun intended, with this one. I think Man, that, you are uh, on it. Yeah. We're making Destin really happy today. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I, I do think that they... It's like, yeah, I get it. She's, a, you know... a cat kind of person you know cat yokai and she is a, a courier i i get it but like i don't need that animation for it you know what i mean so no. I, I like uh there's practical aspects to it right like i like the fact that we get kind of a, a sayu scenario where we get some increased movement speed we can mm -hmm. run around she has kind of a, a ramming mechanic whenever you uh you know run around with her in that special form but mm -hmm. yeah i do think that it's a little bit too far off um i don't want to see it get too silly like there is a world with um with rules that they've set up and i feel like this kind of stretches them a little too far yep yeah i, I get what you're saying especially when like people are spending money like yeah you know that people want to collect characters and especially putting it on a re on on two rerun characters that aren't really that great right like i mean not not that they're not great because they're they're good at what they do but they're being overshadowed right now by Dendro. Yeah. And then you have Kazwa and Alhaitham, which obviously is the better banner to spend your Prima Gems on and your pools on. Mm -hmm. um, but for you to put, like, something silly like this on a banner that not a whole lot of people want to pull on to begin with, mm -hmm. and then and then make it the new four-star character, yeah, I can kind of see where, where you guys are going with that. Yeah. Overall, I like the, overall, I like the animation. I think it's funny. I think it fits. Uh, by the way, Pharaoh, her toe beans are her real feet. So those are her feet. I, I saw, yeah. <laughs> toe beans. <laughs> so many people sent me toe beans. My God. <laughs> Elemental burst. Yeah. Elemental burst. Smash opponents with a special delivery package that will later explode into many smaller dendro bombs. These bombs will explode upon contact with an enemy or after a duration dealing dendro damage. And then she also has an exploration talent when Kriara is in the party. Birds or small animals, fowl and raw meat, uh, will not be startled when party members approach him. So that's pretty helpful. But yeah. Overall, yeah. I'm looking forward to her. As far as her bombs right? go, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Klee 
Yeah, uh, which likely. is throughout the things. Yeah, except for mm-hmm. like with Yao Yao, she does the same thing, but Yao Yao's can also heal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I will say I do like that that Kirara is a sword user, but she has full melee attacks like Hazel does. Yeah. Yep. Which yeah, I, I agree. Kind of I think um, that, that was something I was going to mention too. Like, I, I do like the fact that they kind of switched that up a bit because, I mean, we've said countless times on here that we want to see more um, unique stylings of combat whenever it comes to you know the method that they fight with. And mm-hmm. so, like, I like the fact that now this is another character that has gone full melee, even though their their weapon type wasn't that right. Yeah. Um, and I would like to see them switch it up even more you know i want to see them go further with that but it is nice to see that it wasn't just a one-off thing okay we have the new weapon it is a four-star bow it is the ibis piercer uh the four-star bow and refinement materials can only be obtained from the flagship event duel the summoner summit so make sure you guys take part in that event so you can get the refinement materials they don't say it in here but generally whenever they do I guess that's what it's called, the flagship event, the main event. So, um, But the flagship event will most definitely always have like a limited time, uh, reduced cost for ascending and refining that, that weapon. And I think that it's like that for every update where they introduce a four-star weapon. Um, like the Mailed Flower, the Claymore that we had last time, mm-hmm. that was like that. Yep. Um, so if you guys want to level that up, and it'll cost you less. So, um, we have new story quests. We have Yoimiya's second story quest, Act Two, Karaisis uh, Aratus chapter, um, where she's going to be traveling to Sumeru now that the Sukaku decree has passed. Um, so yeah, she's going to Sumeru alongside the traveler, which is good. I really like Yoimiya. So yeah, her yeah. whole personality is great. Exactly, and her outfit is still. Super cool. One of the coolest outfits in all of the game, I think. Mm-hmm. We have Kaveh's Hangout event, which is coming. See, this feels way better, right? We got a lot about Kaveh. You know, we got him in the event. Yeah. We see him in Alhaitham's story quest. And now we're getting his Hangout, and this feels super good. Yeah. Like, where with Faruzan, it was just really awkward. Like they just, just threw it out there. Yeah. So, they did this right. Series 10... Kave is coming with his own hangout. We're probably going to see him, you know, lament about him being broke and everything. So well, the only thing I'm hoping for out of this, and I'm I'm someone who likes the hangouts mm-hmm. because they're just very chill things that I can do for, you know, easy rewards. Yeah. Um. So I think because I don't expect much from them, like, you know, excitement-wise, I just hope that we see some things that happen after the event that we're going in right now and see, you know, like, he's getting a leg up, so I don't want to see him, like, lose. I don't ever actually think he's going to buy a house, really, like, realistically in the game. <laughs> but, like, I don't want to see this guy take steps backwards. I really like Kave. Yeah, No, he's a really good guy. Yeah. All right. New events, we're going to kind of run through this pretty quick. Duel the Summoner Summit, flagship event, four game modes total. Uh, There is an exploration one where we'll go through every region, um, hitting checkpoints and stamping it like a passport. Um, So you're going to navigate obstacles, defeat monsters to get to that point. Uh, They did this uh, with the Windbloom Festival, I think, where you kind of just like go through a bunch of wind currents and stuff like that, and then you drop down, defeat monsters, and then you continue on. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we have zero hour invocation. Unlike usual TCG matches, this gameplay has a special rule set where you won't be able to use your own deck, but you do need to create a deck with cards prepared by the organizer. So I think this is I think this is great, right? It gets you to trial different characters. Obviously, if you, if you care about the TCG, right? Um, but you know, the good thing is, th- is like for people that haven't been doing a whole lot of TCG, you don't have to go in and be like, oh, well, I don't have any cards, I'm going to struggle with it. True. And I true. think that with them having it on there, it's like even if you haven't touched the TCG yet, you can jump into it and they're going to set you up. Yeah, even, yep. even playing field, yeah. Yep. Evermotion Mechanical Painting, I think we had this during either Iridori Festival or I think it maybe it was Lantern Rite. Uh, mm-hmm. Similar to the old Evermotion Mechanical event from previous version, but with some small changes, this time you can swap or rotate the surface of the painting then the similar installation of appropriate gears to be pre- preset point to restore the painting. Um, I think the, I think that's great. Like I, I like that they're changing mechanics. I think this one is just like a little bit more like convoluted. Like if they didn't mention it, I probably wouldn't even realize that it was a change in the actual mechanic of the event. But yeah. I think it's a nice touch that they, the paintings are going to resemble TCG cards. You know, that would be kind of cool. Because remember, at the end of the last one, we got that mechanical painting you put up in your teapot as well. Yeah, so, they don't think? have... They didn't show that as, like, a reward, but I could assume that we'll probably get another one, maybe. I don't know. I'm that thinking would be cool. so, yeah. So I think with this one, what they're doing, on the previous mechanical event, we had the things where we had to set uh, high gears and low gears. True, yeah. And that wasn't really super great. It got kind of confusing at points. It was terrible. So it looks like in this one, they, they swapped that out. So instead of high and low, now you can move the square backgrounds around. So everything's on a nice, the same level plane. Right. So I actually think it'll be like the last one. It might be a little bit easier. I'm hoping. Cool. Me too. Heart of the Dice combat gameplay mode, but you will obtain elemental dice by defeating monsters. You will use a skill inside the challenge stage to consume all the dice you have to unleash a shockwave on nearby opponents and give you random buffs. More dice consumed matching the type of the elemental character will result in greater damage dealt by the shockwave and a higher chance of obtaining more buffs. Very, uh, just a little bit of a spin on, you know, your your normal combat gameplay event. Yeah. Divine Ingenuity, this is a rerun of an event where you can design your own domain. However, the event's gameplay has been upgraded a bit and the development team has specifically designed some stages for everyone to challenge and get used to the new rules. Um, so look forward to that. This Not going to go cool. in. Yeah, it, it's a fun event. I just, I don't have the time to spend to create my own domain. I got you. I can see this being a very time consuming event. This is not something I can pick up like in like the, uh, like the comment, run in, do a fight, be done with it, or do a mechanical puzzle in 30 seconds and be done with it. It's like, it's going to take some time. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm not going to go too much into the whole mechanics and what you can add to your domain. Um, but if you guys want to check out the guide, you can, I will say though, um, you can bring in friends to help with co-op mechanics. So you can make your domains a little bit uh, harder to complete. And if you want a little bit more of a challenge, you can, uh, do one of the preset domains that are really hard and bring in a friend to help you do them. So. Uh, just remember, you do need to clear your own design before you're able to share them with others. Mm-hmm. Feast of the Departed Warriors. This is another event in version 3.7. A mysterious domain has appeared near the Falcon Coast, and its depths are crawling with powerful foes. 
Uh, this is centered around the Thunder Manifestation, the Aeon Blight Drake, and the Bethysmal Vishap Herd, respectively. Uh, so it is a combat event, and you are going to be getting rewards. I wish they would have did boss drops for these, honestly, like yeah. as rewards. Like, because it would have been I, so bad if they did, you know? Yeah. Like, help to save a little bit of resin, maybe. Exactly. I don't know. I, um, I hate whatever they do that, but just refuse to give us the good rewards for it. Yeah, uh, especially because, like, even, you know, I thought about this, and I thought, you know, it would have been better if they did, like, bef- like did this event last update, because you had more characters that actually used these bosses, and then you could do the drops, where, like, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody right now is using Bethysmal Vishap Herd. I th- Does Yaimiko use that? Oh, boy, I don't remember. Because I know Yoimiya doesn't, but I'm pretty sure... Yaimiko uses Thunder Manifestation, but no, besides, yeah, I'm the, pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's right. Doesn't, but like, does I, Ito? Mm, no, he doesn't. He uses uh, Stormlord, I think. Mm. Could be wrong, but I'm almost positive that he doesn't use Bethysmal Vishapard because I've never farmed them until I did, um, until I got Shenhe. Right. So, I don't know. You can also add. Additional conditions to their difficulty in this challenge, um, resulting in greater rewards. Phase Trials Hypothesis. This is also another rerun where you can defeat enemies to gaze to gain phase tinctures. Uh, when you get enough phase tinctures, they can use them to enter the time dilation state. In this state, they can identify the weaknesses of their opponents mid-battle and select opportune moments to capture more weaknesses in their opposition before using their Super Sense skill to deal massive damage. I really like this event because you took a picture and everything went boom, and I love that. Yep, that yeah. was a lot of fun. We have yeah. new TCG additions, Radiant Secrets, major update to the TCG gameplay, many new cards being added, including character, monster, and action cards. Um, there are also two new game modes, PvP and PvE. Mm-hmm. PvP Arena of Champions, you must use your deck and accumulate five victories. Three defeats will result in failed challenge attempt, and you have to start all over. Well, I can't believe they're actually doing this. Same. I mean, I love that they are. I think it'll breathe some new life into um, the game mode. But yeah, I uh, I'm glad they're doing it. I yep. mean, when they announced the TCG, they said it was going to be purely PVE. So this sounds like mm-hmm. a, a. It feels like an inevitable thing that they were going to do. I'm just glad that they're not going to be locking any crazy rewards or something behind it, because then people would go just. Yeah, the feedback would not be good. I'm still the opposite on that. Well, like, kind of the opposite on that. Like, I still think that there needs to be much better rewards. I think that if they put some actual good rewards behind um, the card game in general, like, I think that it would be a lot more valuable of a game to play. But now I think that, like, after the hype has died down around it, like, I'm pretty sure that it's not played nearly as much as it was. No, it came out really, really strong, and I right. feel like after that, it just started just teetering off. Yeah, but but both of these editions are great. I mean, because there's lots of people like PvP card games. I mean, like that's kind of like the number one thing that has been around for card games, kind of like this is PvP. I'm more of a PVE guy with it, so I'm glad that they're adding in this PVE feature as well. But it will service a lot of the population that likes the card game for the PvP, though. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't I... you still go in all hard on the card game? 
Yeah, I mean, I I will do all my weeklies. I I basically like blaze through it because I do like the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the one thing that helped the TCG in Genshin a lot was just how beautifully done it was. It was very crisp. It didn't like like the gameplay mode didn't like kind of stutter or lag. It was very like very well crafted. Yeah, but it just kind of like, especially like once you do it a lot, I can see where you can kind of get burnout. It's monotonous for me now. Yeah, so I think, like you guys said, yeah, this PvP aspect will hopefully breathe new life into it. I think the event gets people into it that maybe are just like, eh, I'm not really interested in it, and then hopefully, if they like by doing the event for rewards like Prima Gems, they're going to, they're going to hopefully like it and then get into it. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, they're adding all of the Archons, so they're adding Nahida, Raiden Shogun, Venti, and Zhongli, so, um, but this is, you know, I think that it's gonna, you know, overall help the TCG, I just hope that, you know, they they continue to keep it interesting, because, yeah, it, it, I'm doing it for my weekly challenges, and then I'm not really touching it all that much, so, um, they also have a PvE mode, the Forge Realms Temper. You can configure the difficulty of the game mode as well as uh, a bunch of additional conditions to gain more points. And then you will get the um, the coins to spend in the commodity shop inside of the Cat's Tail for skins and whatnot. Um, Pharaoh, mm-hmm. it looks like Zhongli is now in the TCG. I saw. So I think... That means that me and you need to do an event in our community where we battle. You use Zhongli and I use Sino and we battle. I mean, we duel. Just so you know, the outcome of it doesn't matter in a fight between them. <laughs> Zhongli will win no matter what. As long as you know that, I'm good with the card game being played out. So we have to have a wager, right? Mm-hmm. So I say like a $20 top up, whoever wins. A twenty dollar top up? Yeah, I'm Dang, going go easy hard. on you. I've Did been you going hear how hard much I on threw the down on Star Rail. <laughs> yeah. Also, do you know your luck? Can you afford that right now? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going easy on you, right? I've been into the TCG. I know what every character's card does. I'm like, I know the best reactions. I know mm-hmm. the best deck layout. And now you only have your new character coming right now. Mm-hmm. So. What do you what do you say? What do you want to do? I say fifty. I say fifty. This guy's ready to. to, to, All right, let's go. No, well, I'm not. I'm not going fifty on it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Twenty, twenty. I will go on it. Oh well, then what are you making a big deal about it for? What do you mean? I was saying twenty is too much. Oh, <laughs> because I, I see. threw down okay. so much money just a little bit ago on on guy. <laughs> I thought you were saying you wanted to do more. No. Oh God, no. Got it. I was thinking right. ten dollars, but I, I could do I could do twenty on it. All right. Well, then it's a it's uh. I was gonna say it's a date, but I guess it is a date. It's a dueling date. All right. <laughs> it's a bro date. Yep. Okay. Other than that, now. I want to kind of circle back because that's pretty much all that we've really had. But there's two really important things, right? We have Charlotte who joined us for the uh, live stream program. Mm -hmm. And she is a uh, journalist for the Steambird, which is a newspaper in Fontaine. Mm -hmm. Uh, They didn't really go over like anything 
you know, relating to like her abilities or anything. It was of course not. Like, yeah, right. Uh, gen- genuinely just like all lore based and gave us like a new playable character. Obviously, she's going to be playable. Yeah. Um, from Fontaine. I'm going to go first because I feel strongly about this. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, I, it might be me reaching too far, but I saw this. I heard a lot of people saw Yan, uh, Yanfei mm-hmm. in her. Yeah. Not me. Mm-hmm. I saw March 7th, 100%. Pink hair, blue eyes, camera in her hand. Yeah. I saw March 7th, but that might be me just reaching too far or, you know, making, you know, crossing the red strings too much. But what what do you guys think about Charlotte? Um, For me, I, I didn't see it whenever I watched it. But now that you mention it, March 7th is very accurate, I would say. Now, I will do you one better because there's actually a Charlotte in Honkai Impact 3rd. Who oh, has, okay. Who has the green eyes and the swoopy pink hair and everything? So, mm. a lot of people are saying they they kind of like they do with uh, Yai Miko and whatever her equivalent is in Honkai. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Are doing kind of like that to where right. they took the character that was existing and kind of ported her over. Yeah, that makes sense then. All right, and then we also have uh. Some little breadcrumbs that were dropped. I don't know if you guys caught this right at the end. I can already oh, yeah. feel the drip marketing. Yeah. So um, we got a nice, beautiful, like, short, like, five-second cutscene of some underwater. You know, we got some seaweed going on. Um, we see three, like, goldfish kind of swimming around in a circle. Mm-hmm. I have my thoughts on this. <laughs> um, and... We also get a very brief clip of the traveler swimming underwater. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that um, was a big one. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm ecstatic about this, right? I mean, I kind of, you know, a lot of people have problems with, you know, game developers bringing in underwater combat, underwater mechanics. I don't know if they're going to have underwater combat. Uh, but underwater exploration just sounds so great. And they can bring this literally everywhere else into that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I'm you know we complain about the underground with like Sumeru and all that but I think this brings like new life into the game as well and I think it's huge. Fontaine's going to have all the caves just like Sumeru is that they're just going to be filled with water. Yeah. Oh god, please no. <laughs> please no. I think um <laughs> you know I I I love that they're doing this actually. I love underwater explor- exploration. Um, I'm glad that we're finally going to get to do that here. That brings a whole new dimension into the game. Um, so I'm a huge fan that they're doing this. I do want them to keep it. I think it's going to get real cheesy real fast if they try to do combat underwater, like traditional yeah. combat that you know we know from the game underwater. But I think there's ways that they can kind of do some stuff. Like you could get kind of like a um, some kind of like underwater what do you call it uh like a spear gun or something like that i don't know you yeah you could do something like that where it's it's more of a trivial thing um because mm-hmm. i do want to see like some epic sea monsters and stuff like that you know what i mean i'd love to have that battle but i think you could also like basically have a scenario where like imagine you're out on a raft um in the middle of the water and you you see this giant sea creature right and you have to battle it while you're on the raft or something um, or on rocks or whatever, 
and then there's but there's different times whenever you have to go underwater to avoid the creature or something like that you know what i mean so there's ways that you can play with being underwater and in combat but not actually have the combat part be underwater so Mm -hmm. i hope that they do stuff like that where it's a little more no pun intended but fluid in its transition from you know water to to uh you know normal terrain yeah, uh, I used to play a World of Warcraft, and we had an expansion that did that, where we went mm-hmm. down to um, to Vishara, I think is the name of it, mm-hmm. and it was a whole underwater area, and people were really scared, like, oh, it's going to be swimming, everything's going to be slow, the combat's going to be terrible, and they ended up having to do a lot of things, like you said, like with the spear gun, that was the thing that we had to do, okay. or find a dry plate, and then try and fight from that as things like swam around us or whatnot. Right. So, underwater areas are... I'm going to say more often than not terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but if they, there is a potential to do it right. I think we've come so far in gaming and mechanics and things that we can do. And I have a lot of faith in Hoyo as far as what they can do as far as gameplay goes. Same. So I, I think we're going to be okay. I think it's going to be a pleasant surprise. I think everyone's going to really like it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm really hoping that's the case. I want to kind of wrap this up a little bit because we are kind of running low on time. But I will say those three goldfish... Mm-hmm. I have two theories. Either one, the one that I do not want to happen, is that there's going to be a breathing mechanic, and these fish will give uh, us oxygen or something. Yeah. Um, I hope that's not the case. Or two, it's like the flowers that give you stamina and mm-hmm. let you sprint or swim longer and faster. Right. Um, that's what I hope that they are, but it's really weird that they kind of focused on this a little bit and then dropped it off. So I can only assume that we're going to get some kind of... Very similar to the teleporting and the flowers in Sumeru, mm-hmm. I think Fontaine will have this as like an exploration mechanic as well. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if they if they give us an underwater exploration feature, but they give us the limitation on oxygen and it's like short, if it's not basically extremely long or ways to keep it extremely long, it's going to get real annoying real fast so i hope that they don't do that i mean i'm more along the lines of give me a spell to put a bubble on my head like turn me into a fish i don't care like don't make me keep going up and down for oxygen please and don't make dash and try and get bubbles or whatnot to replenish my oxygen supply yeah because that's otherwise we're dealing with you know what i bet it's going to be something like that come to think of it because i bet it's going to be something kind of like um the what is the name of that place the snow place that no one likes because of the mechanic um the mountain. oh dragon spine yes yeah, dragon spine uh, like no one goes there because going there is just the biggest pain so i don't want underwater to be like that we are not going to do wish of the week this week i need to save literally every single pool i can for Kazwa now <laughs> oh shoot i saved a 10 pool for this week too oh did you oh, i'm so did. sorry dang <sighs> well we'll have to we'll save it for next week or or don't, but yeah, yeah. I can do that. Yeah, Baiju's got them rookie numbers, man. We gotta pump them numbers up. Oh, you're going for C one. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and make that push for C two. Yeah, let's so. let him do it. He'll, he'll he'll do it for both of us here because I'm in the same boat. I want to save. Okay, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. I'll you, make up the deficit. Let's see what yeah, happens. Exactly. Rand's wish of the week. And here we go. Uh, well, we're purple, so so no 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 Baiju cons. <laughs> Hopefully let's... a Kave constellation. Uh well that's going to be my C6 Candace off the get go. Oh mm. nice. There you go. Couple swords, C1 Kave. All right. Oh. So no, you know this no, this is a good pull. Yeah, not bad. I am okay. Is that it? 
Uh, and cycling through. Yep. So we got C six Candace and a C one hey, Polly. You, you know, I'll take that out of a ten pull. That'll yeah, work. Not bad. There yeah. you go. Sweet deal. Let's uh, let's go into question of the week. We got hit with like four or five of them all in like a yeah, couple they days. all came like right at the same time. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go with this one. This one is by Soupy in our question of the week channel. If you were a Genshin character, who would you want to be, and who would you actually be? <laughs> That's good. Um, I'm pulling up my list. Hold on, Don. You got an idea of an answer on this one? Um, yeah. So I think I'm very meticulous, and I like everything to be perfect. Mm, no, honestly, I don't. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, sorry to bring this one on you guys. Um. No. Hmm. Well, I can give you a second to think, because I actually answered this one in the Discord. Okay, go for it. Because I give you, give you all a little bit of a buffer to try and get your yeah, answers together. Yeah, sure. Um So I was thinking, they were saying, like, which one would you like to be and who you think you actually would? I wouldn't mind falling along the lines of, like, a, a child of Tartaglia, just because okay. he seems like, even though he's working, mm-hmm. he's doing something that he really wants to do. Right. As far as, like, go around fighting. He's got kind of this... I'm kind of a bad guy, but not really, or I'm a bad guy for not bad reasons. Right. Um, and he also seems to have almost unlimited funding coming in That's from true. the fatuity to do what he does. Which, which would is kind be of like, fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're going to pay you to go do bad guy things that you were probably going to go do to fight people anyway. Like, yes, pay me <laughs> to do what I want to do. Absolutely. Um, he's also got kind of that suave, like, just that attitude and that, that persona about him I think is really good. Mm-hmm. Um. As for who do I think I would actually be, um, I feel like, like I tried to think of myself as as, as a decent, you know, upstanding guy for the most part, mm-hmm. but I think I'll fall somewhere in between uh, Ito and Kabe, because mm-hmm. um, I feel like Ito's a really good guy, yeah, um, but he's also very childish and he's kind of an idiot, yeah. Which I resonate with on multiple levels. <laughs> and then Kave is also just has that, you know, very selfless giving, like heart of gold kind of thing going on. I really like that. And I try to be kind of a caretaker type whenever I can be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also, as a result of it, I'm usually financially broke. <laughs> so like, so I mean, I'll have like, you know, like $50 in the bank account. I'm like, all right, man, I got five days till payday. We're going to stretch this out. And then I'll have a buddy like, hey, man, I'm completely broke. Can you spare me some gas? And I'm like, yeah, man, I got you. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, well, I can't afford, you know, the sandwich anymore. I'm back to, you know, instant noodles. There you go. <laughs> so Fair. that's where I think I land. But okay, I think um, I think I have mine. Honestly, um, I'm gonna say now a character that I think I'd like to be mm-hmm. is probably Ito. Mm-hmm. Okay, only because well, Ito's Ito's buff, right? He's jacked. He's got a he's got a great body. I wish I could be that. Right. <laughs> Fair. Um, I mean, if you're going for so, a body, I go for Al Haytham. Man, Al Haytham's got them arms, bro. Yeah, but here's the thing with Al Haytham, he's way too serious, which is which I feel like is like more along the lines of like where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. But I wish I could just be so carefree and airheaded like Ido and not care anymore. Mm-hmm. All right. Like that's that's why that's who I think I'd want to be. Right. Like I'd want to be Ido. Um. But I think I'm more like boring, not like boring, but way more <laughs> serious, more like Tignari. 
And I think that's kind of like <laughs> I didn't I didn't just say he's boring because he's not, he's definitely not boring, but like he's more like serious and like easily annoyed, and I think that's where I'm at. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, I don't think fair. you're no, I don't think you're snarky enough for Tinari because the thing no, is, like, so I like you. Yeah. See. T- You're Tignari's not exhausting not... to listen to for more than three seconds. So. Whoa, hold on now. We don't, we don't, we don't accept the slander here. But I think the thing with Tignari is, and maybe you guys can agree with me. Like in Windbloom, he and Sino were both like very chilled out compared yeah. to like when we see them in Sumeru. And I think Tignari's a lot more snippy when he's like at work or in Gundarvaville or he's working and he has to deal with a bunch of. Uh, um, a bunch of force rangers that like didn't make very smart decisions or didn't listen to him, and that's kind of how I am at work, and mm-hmm. that's kind of where I draw that parallel. Okay, I can see that. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, man, honestly, it is it is hard for me on this one because I know exactly who I want to be, but who I am that is tough. Uh, I think, boy, I think that like. So who I'd want to be, it'd be one of two people, and I I just have to say them both. I can't I can't whittle them down. I would either want to be Zong Li's probably number one. Um, because he's just amazing. I would love to be a god. Deluc is a close second though. Mm. Um Deluc would be awesome. He lives the lifestyle that I would love, so that would be pretty cool. Um for Man, for, like, who I actually would be, I think I'd be, like, I think I'm a mix of three different people and none of them make much sense. But, like, I think I would be a cross between Wanderer, (laughs) Venti, and Ningguang. And I know that that is weird, but I really put a lot of thought to this. I think that that's the closest thing I'd be like because I am very much, like... I, I love to be alone for most of the time. Like, I don't like being around a lot of people. So, I would say, like, Wanderer for that. Um, Ningguang, because, like, whenever it comes to, like, dealing with money or anything like that, like, I'm very, very ambitious. Ast- astute well, with, with how I save my money. But the money that I have to spend, okay. I tell that to out. the Star Rail. Uh, so it says the man just threw four hundred dollars. <laughs> right, Star Rail. That, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, but then there's the venti side of me that's like, I'll throw out all my money on whatever. So I, it's it's hard to say because like there's like the savings me, and then there's the like wild and free me. But and I'm also uh, like I would say I'm a bit of a strategist, so Ningguang would go into that as well. So it's hard. I I genuinely I'm not directly represented by any of these characters yet. So. If that is the best you're going to get out of me, I have no idea what the right answer is beyond that. Uh, no, see, what we should have, we should have had applied characters to each other. Oh, that's good. Can we do that? Maybe next time. Maybe next time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're getting close to an hour and a half now, so. Okay. All right. If you guys want to submit a question of the week, you can come over to our Discord. Again, discord.me forward slash the residence. We got a question of the week channel. You can post it there. Um, other than that, want to thank our patrons muffy bussin nyanko flame dj ages soupy neku ran penguin and raichia thank you guys very much for supporting the show it's greatly appreciated other than that looking forward to everything coming with version 3.7 um not sure how much other news we're gonna get honestly we might get some more details on like 
the weapon banner and stuff. Um, but other than that, it will probably be a slow week. We'll probably end up talking about Baiju Story Quest next week. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that. But other than that, hope you all have a good week. If you guys still haven't gotten Ganyu or Baiju, good luck there. And add Ashravasas, travelers. Mm-hmm.